this episode was meant to be uh, should we revive extinct animals, but unfortunately that file did get lost, so we had to uh, cut that and go to this episode, unfortunately. On to this episode. I'm Will. I'm Bryce. And today we're going to be, you know, discussing a, a not really very topical topic, uh, you can call it, but... Like topical it, cream, like you just go and like rub it on your skin? Is that yes, what you're talking about? Yes. Okay. Uh, it's, Glad I clarified that. Yes. Uh, it's, do babies have morals? Now, what are your guys' thoughts on that? It's a very interesting subject. Um, what, what do you think, Bryce? Honestly, I don't think they are. I think it just depends on how the baby is raised. Um... I mean, yeah, that that's goes into I mean, there's the nature versus nurture. I do think that babies are born with morals, but I do think that later on uh, also, like, has a huge effect uh, on, the, like, a baby's, you know, I guess not baby anymore, but, you know, the further life of uh, the person. I feel it's probably a mix of both. Yeah. I, I feel uh, d- definitely babies are born with some morals, but how those morals evolve and change over time is definitely how they are raised. Yeah, because we know that, like, I know, obviously, like, Bundy, completely different circumstance, but, like, Ed Kemper and, uh, I almost said Jeff Dunham, Jeffrey Dahmer, uh, so those two, they basically, you know, were doing their heinous acts, you know, murdering and... Was know, it really stuff. heinous, though? In Dahmer's case, yeah, Ed Kemper, he kind of just killed people and left it as is, but, but, or, but uh... <laughs> Darwin, you know, he was, you know, killing and then eating parts of them and mummifying and stuff like that. But he was a, an interesting fellow. Yeah. To say but the least. both of those two, they felt remorse for their acts, and that's part of why Dahmer was uh, eating parts of his victims' bodies and keeping them because he felt bad and he wanted there to still be some memorial or part of them with him. Like that's why he ate them because they'd be what he called a part of him. Bill, it's a very extreme case. Yeah, and, but yeah. like I said, these two people who, though they were doing something bad, they felt remorse. I mean, Kemper turned himself in. Dahmer, he did turn himself in, but it was only after he was technically caught. He saw them raiding his motel, and he said it was him. But uh, And, like, Dahmer later on, he went to become baptized in prison and stuff. I know that could just be an act, but hmm. uh, th- like how you said, Will, those are extreme cases. But I do think that uh, – children are born with morals because I, I have seen like a, a study or two on this topic and I do think it does show uh, a decent bit of information or uh, examples that kind of prove that point. Have you guys uh, seen anything like relating to this at all? I mean like I know. I, not, I, not any particular studies or anything. I, I do know that scientists believe that babies are, are born with morals. Yeah well it also depends on specifically what kind because uh, no. like yeah, it's obviously a psychological uh, topic, and there are some psychologists that believe, no, we're just a blank slate and we're formed later on, and then some believe that, yes, we're inherently born with morals and stuff like that. Um, but I have, like, I didn't know that this was really a topic of discussion in terms of uh, the actual psychological field, um, or at least as big as it is. 
until you know I took psychology. Yeah, I don't really believe any babies were like straight out of the womb or like naturally born serial killers. I, I just don't believe that morals are that in, like not enforced, but like you know encoded. what I'm trying to yeah that encoded or ingrained. Well, during, I mean during birth, obviously, even if they were, you know, having serial, uh, I guess I almost said serialistic, but serial killer like tendencies, they wouldn't be able to display it, and plus I wouldn't. We're talking, like, good morals, like your super ego. You know what that is? No. The super ego is, like, you know, uh, Sigmund Freud, you know, God bless. Uh, he's known for coming up, not really coming up with, but... So, anyways, with the super ego, there's uh, also, uh, opposed to it, there's the id, which is, you know, your bad thoughts, your subconscious. You have your ego, which is your normal you know, mediator, you know, your thoughts that, you know, you typically uh, show to other people, and then your superego, which is your high morals. And, you know, it's Freud kind of came up with that your id develops over time. That's, you know, the bad stuff that you picked up while you were young and then suppress it. So there would have to be your superego that, you know, comes in first for, you know, the id isn't there yet, so there's nothing to be mediated. So, you know, behavioral science, Scientists and uh, so psychologists in that field, they kind of came up with the fact that, you know, maybe babies are born with morals and not a completely blank slate, not having any of the three, uh, I guess, f- not really forms, but uh, parts of their, you know, character or I guess even morals, you can say. Are you referring to like empathy, uh, compassion, and all that? That's no? what the superego would have. Um, the superego would be like, Okay, you know, if you see an old lady crossing the street, even though it will take time out of what you're doing at the moment, you still go and help. Um, whereas the it, it's like, no, it's I don't know, hurt. man. Sometimes there's old people that are just like, no, no, you're on your own. I don't feel like helping you. Yeah, well, that would be your id, and you just say, screw, you know, mediating or even doing that. I just won't help at all. Screw them. But uh, I, I saw one study. It was a video. Um, they This college had a... Uh, you know, their own, like, psychology wing, and they brought children in with their parents, and the child would sit on the parent's lap, and they would show them puppets on a stage, and, you know, at first it was, I think, a a triangle square and a circle. No, it was just a circle and a square, and there was a hill. The ball or the circle uh, would roll up the hill, and, you know, like, they would give it movement that made it look like it was someone jumping up and down in excitement, basically showing, like, it's something that it wanted to do, um, and then they introduced the square. The circle would get to the top. The square would push it back down, and it would keep doing that and that. Then they put the circle and the square out in front of the children after they closed the curtain. They would have them choose one, and I think it was like 80% of the time the children would always choose the circle. Um, and then they would do the same with, uh, I think it was sock puppets or something along those lines. It was other puppets, and uh, one was they were taking something, uh, from someone, and then you know the one that was being getting the object taken away from them, uh, the children chose uh, kind of like a sympathy thing, or you know being like, well, this one wasn't the bad one, and then there was also like a tiger and something else, some other animal, and they were like little hand puppets, and the tiger I believe wasn't allowing the other puppet to get something out of a, a like a Tupperware container essentially. And they chose the other puppet opposed to the tiger since the tiger was being stingy and stuff like that. I don't know, man. That sounds pretty complex. Like, my one-year-old niece just found out the circle block goes in the circle hole. Like, Well, this doesn't have to do with any holes. You see, uh, this 
like it's just basically you know he's like not till marriage at least yeah uh <laughs> anyways i was better like just the mouth hole <laughs> uh we're, we're keeping that in we're kissing guys in. kissing obviously so anyways wait kissing guys no no <laughs> kissing comma guys come on that's what i meant so anyways i know no baby's born gay so like just saying <laughs> <laughs> i don't know some people would disagree um now they don't have to you know have some complex understanding of the geometry or you know how things can work with other things it's basically just like they could have done it with people show you know uh like do you know what modeling is not obviously like victoria's secret kind of modeling but like uh like creating like shapes or no no so like teachers are like like being a model citizen you know like uh uh, i'm trying to think an example that's what it is being an example okay uh like they could have had uh human models uh for the tests but uh there was another one uh with i think it was still behavioralism i mean that's what it seems like to me um there was uh, a study where they had, I think it was called Bozo the Clown. Bozo the Clown was, it was basically a, a punching bag or, mm-hmm. it's, it's like how punching bags are today where not hung up, but the ones that have like the weight in the bottom and they always come back up. Yeah. It was that, it was, they blew it up, you know, it looks like a clown. They would have some kids go in there, I think without even having a model show them what to do. They would go in and, you know, play with the clown, be nice to it, stuff like that, and uh, even if there was a model who was doing that, you know, they would stay nice. But then they would have a model go in, and after basically showing the kids to shoot it with a toy gun, beat it with a hammer, throw mm-hmm. it, kick it, all this kind of stuff, that's when the kids would go in and do that by themselves. But without that, the kids would just go in and play with it. Mm-hmm. So it's that's a lot of uh, the nurture aspect of it, whereas na- the nature, without you know someone showing them prior, they chose the good character and the setups so obviously um i know i've I've taken psychology and uh, i've even seen a lot of stuff on youtube you know i i I find Mm -hmm. a lot of fascination in that kind of stuff i don't know about you guys yeah i can agree i find mm -hmm. it very interesting especially that it's not very well known like uh, yeah i mean it's still there's a lot of mysteries around it yeah and it's still a lot of uh like fear like i almost said theological when i meant to say like it's still like in its theory stages um can't always be 100 percent proven unless it's like a, a a biophysiological thing where it's yeah. uh you know chemical imbalances and stuff but like that you can't ask a child hey do you think murder's wrong when they'd have to understand the concept of murder and be able to speak and stuff and then after that th- they're going to be past the infant stage so you won't really be able to tell if they're born with it or not i just love how our brain like contains like an infinite amount of knowledge but we don't know about the brain itself yeah i find it very interesting mm-hmm. um but uh I was getting along the lines, like, do you guys, like, see any, like, psychology studies just, like, randomly pop up on your, like, YouTube or anything? No, no, I can't say I do. What about you, Bryce? Yeah, same here. I haven't really seen much about I like, this. Honestly, it's one of the more fascinating things that pop up on my YouTube. Like, I, I see a lot of, like, just dumb stuff and, like, or stuff relating to shows that I like to watch. But, like, this is honestly something that I didn't even necessarily have prior knowledge to. And I just love watching this kind of stuff. So I, I really do suggest it. But, like, uh, I found out, like... You guys know what lobotomies are, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah like, Didn't Jeffrey Dahmer try that or no? Kind of. He would drill holes into the heads of his victims and pour chemicals in to make them sex slaves. Okay. But that ended up what killing them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, like, Rosemary Kennedy, JFK's sister, yeah. she had a lobotomy. Um, 
I didn't even know that. And it technically worked. Uh, she was having like seizures and tantrums. As are, a, like, are they like banned now? Like yeah, they got banned in like the s- late sixties. That's what I thought. Um, but like I, I saw that just recently, and uh, I don't know. I, I find it really interesting, and obviously, it, you know, good discussion, especially like for this uh, kind of I guess scenario. Um, yeah. So really, something that uh, I definitely, uh, along with that study, that makes me believe uh, that like infants have morals and stuff, is that. You know, how how do we have this societal construct of morals? We would have had to have gotten them from somewhere. And uh, so I, I do feel like they are built in and, like, innately encoded into our brains and our, you know, just our psychology. Um, so that that's something that beyond, and this is probably what led them to study it, uh, this is what makes me think that uh, children or people are born with morals. So I like when you talk about the study, you just, like, point it up in the air like it was in the sky, like you're paranoid schizophrenic. Oh, the study up there. You guys see it? Well, I am reclined right now. So I, I pointing know. forward is <coughs> up in the air. Uh, but, and that also leads into, yeah. like, uh, a theo- like, a theological aspect. I mean, like, I know in previous episodes I've brought up the theology and whether there is, uh, like, a creator or not, I, I do think that it's a really interesting aspect. I mean, uh, religion has always been, like, the core center of basically every civilization to ever exist. Pretty much, yeah. Um, and so, like, if there is a creator, uh, really just no matter what uh, religion, there would have had to have been uh, instilled, like, morals put into our heads to know, like, whether something's right or wrong. Um and, like, there's also the justification of things. Like, uh, I forget the civilization, but, like, children sacrifice. Uh, they talk about it in the Bible. Uh, it's not Babylon, I don't think, but uh, Nebuchadnezzar is really ringing a bell. Uh, someone, they had child sacrifices, and they were justifying it at first because they were like, oh, this is what my God wants me to do. And then they ended up uh, converting, and they're like, wow, that was really bad. So it's yeah. kind of just like a... Religion causes people to do crazy things sometimes. Yeah, and like I was saying, like, there's a justification factor. Like, if you can justify, like... Uh, actually, I was just uh, talking about this. Well, I feel people will always look for some way to justify their terrible actions, even if they know it's bad or inherently bad or anything. Yeah, I mean, like, the biggest thing is, like, Al-Qaeda and, like, the Taliban. I almost said Taraban. Uh, the Taliban and all of them, they always say, like, oh, it's for Allah, it's for Allah, this and yeah. that. And I do understand where that's coming from. In the Quran, it literally says, Curse the Christians and the Jews, for they build temples on the graves of their prophets. Even though the second most holy site in all of Islam is on the grave of Muhammad, it's kind of backwards, but they do uh, have a history in the Quran of them uh, attacking uh, cities and stuff that don't align with them. So there's kind of, you know... This justification, like, oh, this is what it was founded on, and obviously there are, like, uh, Muslims or followers of Islam who don't abide by that and who think it's wrong, and, you know, props to them for not looking at that, but uh, there's definitely a justification for a lot of people's actions, and that can definitely shape someone's uh, morals later on in life. Well, for sure. I think society really has a big impact on morals that are, like, evolving after birth, because I feel like we're all born with the basic, like, empathy, compassion, and all that stuff. It just evolves with how society is. Like, yeah, I mean, like... I mean, like, back, like, you were talking about human sacrifice. Like, that was perceived as normal by the people at the time. Yeah, by certain certain groups. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Not everyone, of course, but yeah. 
the like, groups, yes. I mean, even now, there's social norms. Uh, like, yeah. if you go to, like, Japan or something, um, compared to the U.S., or uh, there's going to be, obviously, like, the different styles of uh, clothing and housing and stuff like that, but then there's also, like, the uh, people showing emotions uh, that's, like, different. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a lot harder for someone who's of, like, uh, Southeastern Asian uh, descent uh, compared to like American um, and even just other Western cultures, uh, but uh, social norms definitely build a lot of it. Which, like I've been saying, it's definitely a nature versus nurture thing, and uh, that is the most nature aspect you can get from it is other people uh, imposing things onto you or not even imposing. Just you know, uh, I want to say strengthening or uh, it's basically a a conformity thing. Uh, on top of like anything else is that you know other people in the society are doing it and that's actually uh what i was talking about earlier is uh conformity and obedience uh and with the justification uh like with nazis in germany uh, you know their justification was that they were being told to do it so they were doing it or um even a study was shown that when uh people would go in they had actors and there was a, uh, someone assigned as a teacher who wasn't an actor, and they had to shock somebody every time they got a question wrong, and the actor would purposefully get it wrong and act as though they were being shocked. They couldn't see the person, but they can hear them. and Or they might have been able to see them, I don't know. But uh, basically there was an authoritative figure, uh, a guy in a white lab coat, telling him, like, oh, yeah, if anything happens, it'll all fall back on me. Don't worry. And so the guy was basically doing lethal amounts of volts. Uh, so basically just... Uh, it really comes down to what kind of environment, because obviously North Korea and uh, authoritarian state, you're going to have a lot of different things going on when it comes to obedience or conformity as compared to, like, the West and where uh, democracy and uh, republics are basically the main domain instead of dictatorships. So, yeah, basically, I feel like there is a lot of strong evidence on morals. I mean, obviously, when, uh, like, obedience and conformity comes into play, you really can't, you know use that as like any kind of defining factor but i do feel like with that one study with the uh the puppets and everything that kind of shows it and the fact that or the simple fact i believe that uh you know someone it would have had to started somewhere so how else would they have gotten those morals yeah yeah i can can see where you're coming from yeah so that'll do it for uh this week's episode on tavern talk i'm dave i'm will i'm bryce And guys, do we think we should prioritize space exploration? I don't know. I guess we'll have to find out.